Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we're back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. What's going on? What's going on, folks? Marlon, what's good, man? How you doing today? Ooh, you know, I'm living the dream. I made it through another Valentine's Day, so, you know, uh, I'm good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, rejuvenated and refreshed, man. Refreshed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing well, man. You know, I, I got to tell the travelers, man, I started this. Uh, and I, every time I say it, I always say the name wrong. My kids always mess with me, um, make fun of me. But the Muay Thai, Muay Thai uh, Muay training. Thai. Yeah, Muay Thai yeah. training. And um, I needed something to get me keep me fit. And um, let me tell you, this right here is hitting the spot. <laughs> <laughs> hitting the spot. Man, I, I, my first my first uh, training a couple weeks ago, by the time you guys are hearing this, and walked in there, no expectation. And the guy was like, all right, you know, you know, start, we're going to do some jogging back and forth on the mat. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm jogging back and forth. I'm like, people just trotting. No one's like, now I'm used to, we had a conversation with this. I'm used to being around people that are runners, right? So they, yeah. they jogging, they're sprinting, right? Everyone's just trotting on the mat. I was like, I can keep up with this. I'm trotting back and forth, you know, get done. And then he's like, all right, well now we're going to go to the bag and we're going to work on this. Boom, boom. Working on that. Okay. That's a good move. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm thinking, all right, all right. Next exercise we're going to do, we're going to do it for three minutes straight. I'm like three minutes. Okay, cool. Man, let me tell you something, dude. The longest three minutes I have ever worked out for. But here's the thing, right? After the three minutes, you know, you think you're going to have your little break. Like, nah, for the break, I want you to do this with your knees. So you keep moving, keep moving. I'm like, yo, what is going on? So I got to the point I had to be that guy. I was like, hey, man, we're going to get a water break or something. In this. <laughs> so, so, man, needless to say, I survived and um, had got a few lessons under my, uh, a few sessions under my belt now. So uh, nobody come mess with me. You know, I still got some moves. I just got some moves. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, work, work, working down the body, all the different mo moves and everything. But anyways, man, it's a phenomenal thing. Getting shape, um, I needed something that's structured, man. So it, it, I'm looking forward to just continue learning, man, and just getting my cardio and stuff up. But yeah, 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 there, travelers. That's my. That's one of my goals. I'm not even saying my goals this year. It's just lifestyle, man. Like, what, what, yes. what kind of what have an active lifestyle? And I realized I had to start substituting some things into my life in order to achieve the physical fitness that I wanted instead of just scheduling, oh, let me go to the gym or let me go to this. Now, nah, let me just change some things around. So that's where I'm at, man. That's what I'm doing over here on this end of the world. But man, Marlon, why don't you tell what, what our share with our new listeners and our old ones, remind them, you know, where they can catch these episodes. If you are a first time listener or you're a reoccurring listener, we thank you for being here with the Success Journey Show, Ricky and myself. The SuccessJourneyShow.com is where you can go to find all our information. That is our website, the SuccessJourneyShow.com. If you're looking for us on IG and Facebook, it's Success Journey Show. Twitter, Success underscore Show. We're also on YouTube, Success Journey Show. And if you are trying to hit us up, successjourneypodcast at gmail.com. And we are happy for a lot of the responses that we're getting, some of the stuff that people are saying to us. Hey, we are, merch is coming heavy. 
Um, the shirt, of course, Dream Drive Discipline or Four Ds, Quad Ds. Yeah. Yep. Um, that 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 we have that we say that basically we could use that to do everything. Um, to apply that to everything in life. So definitely yep. uh, want to thank you guys for being listening and supporting us. Almost a hundred. Uh, episodes. This, this, this is 96. This is episode 96 right here. So we're getting close, getting close, man. Four more episodes, but Hey, one episode at a time and we'll get there. And um, man, we have a phenomenal guest for you guys today. Uh, I'm going to have Marlon introduce him uh, and you guys have a good time. We had a great, great um, time with him and man, we'll let Marlon go ahead and introduce him for you now. Hey, with no further ado, our guest today, Daniel Madden. And I know you guys are saying Madden, Madden, you know, Eminem. <laughs> yes, my cousin, right? So I'm telling you that this, this young man, I've watched him grow up sometimes from, a, from afar. Um, he did something that I will highlight in here because our family dynamics is very, <laughs> it's very different. And because of him, some stuff happened. But Daniel, hey, happy to have us on, uh, uh, have you on our show, man. Oh, yeah, no, thanks for allowing me yeah. to be here. Marlon, Ricky, man, I appreciate the invite. Uh, once again, I'm sorry, sure. just uh, I'm a tad bit late, you know, but. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you go, to, you go ahead and uh, just give us a little insight, not a little, just tell us about yourself um, so the people yeah. know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so professionally, what I do is I am a youth pastor. Uh, so I deal with the 13 to 18 year olds. And that in itself is a challenge. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they definitely keep me on my toes. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's, it's definitely something that um, I, I do. I do love doing. They, they're amazing people. But uh, outside of that, I, I do have some things that are near and dear to me. Uh, in particular, I'm in the content creation world. Um, mm -hmm. So whether that's filmmaking um, or photography, those are things that I am growing right now. And um, <laughs> it is something that is truly a passion of mine. Um, I actually have a YouTube channel that is dedicated solely to that and also nice. self-development. So my YouTube channel is Daniel J. Madden. And basically what I do on that YouTube channel is uh, talk about self-development through a um, content creator's eyes. Um, mm. So it's a, it's a little different. And um, I truly believe that the more I grow myself is actually the better of a content creator I become and um i think it's evident <laughs> and uh, you know uh but you know not to do my own horn or anything like that but you know um uh th this is definitely something that i am passionate about and uh yeah yeah you know my my wife thinks i'm sort of kind of crazy and addicted to <laughs> you know uh all this content creation stuff i actually said on one of my uh episodes uh not too long ago uh that she thinks that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a there's that, that one, and also there is um. Uh, I, I said that she might think that I'm replacing her with my cameras, but that's oh, not true. Man, that's not I true. have three cameras, but one wife. 
So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I couldn't handle three women. I can handle three camp. <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. Uh, yeah, dude. Love yeah, it, love yeah. it, man. No, man, that's mm-hmm. phenomenal, man. We I mean now we got sounds like we got a lot to jump into, man, because um just in that creation space. Uh, alone, man, and just the way technology is moving that and the way that people have been home for the past year and some change um, and that demand on providing content that's going to attract people and feed them, you know, instantly and keep them, um, you know, uh, in tune or captivated, I should say. Uh, and then we also have the whole oh, pastor uh, road and, and just that age group that you're working with, with the dynamics that's going on there, you know? So, I mean, we could jump anywhere, but let's go to the, the, the calling into the, as, as a pastor, you know, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. where, where did that, where did that come from? And at what age yeah. do you say, this is where I'm going? Yeah, um, yeah, and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if you, um, ask one of my, um, one of my uncles in particular, uh, Namiko, um, he would tell you that my dad had me on a fast track to becoming a pastor. Um, <laughs> you know, I would like to set the record straight here for everyone that is listening. There was no fast track. There was no pushing. There was no prodding <laughs> into pastoral ministry. I actually believe that it was um, something that uh, I truly believe that God had called me to. Um, and it was weird because at 16 years old, you have this scrawny kid saying that he wants to be uh, a pastor. However, mm. I did not actually say that out loud to anybody. It's not until I went to school where I declared my me- my major. That's when everyone's like, oh, snap, he's doing what his dad did. But I, you know, I kind of kept that to myself until the very last moment <laughs> because uh, I didn't want to hear the noise of, oh, you're just following your dad and whatnot. Um, but even up until that point, I, I believed that, um, or I should say, I believe that I was drawn to things of a more spiritual nature. I always loved being in church. I loved always um, helping out and so on. And uh, I still have that excitement when people have an aha moment about God, that he mm-hmm. isn't this uh, person in the sky like Zeus throwing thunderbolts at you when you mess up. But um, this this relationship, this spiritual walk, it's messy. It's There's highs, there's lows. Um, you don't have to be perfect in order to be loved by God, but he accepts you just for who you are. And um, that's what I try and communicate to my young people. And that's not a message that I necessarily learned in church growing up. Um, it was always um, shrouded behind uh, God's up here and I'm down here. And if I mess up, I'm going to hell. Um, and that's why there's so many people that have walked away from religion and so on, because it's become this thing that uh, is scary, is that is based in fear. And I believed, uh, and I still do believe, that I am capable of bringing a different side of God and religion and a spiritual walk that is, um, uh, I, I think the best word to say is realistic and relevant to people's lives. Um, so that, that's that's what I do as a youth pastor. I, I tell people many times that honestly, I have the greatest job in the world because all I have to do is show up 
with pizza and talk about God. <laughs> <laughs> better be New York pizza too. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we don't got none of that here in Canada. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a sin, man. That's a sin. <laughs> we got that pizza that flies off. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Daniel, you you mentioned that you went to school. So this this is the dynamic that I, I know a lot of Canadians probably run into. You coming from Montreal, Quebec, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you're going to. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, 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 Huntsville, Alabama, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, share with us that dynamic of yeah, uh, yeah, of, yeah, of the yeah. different. You just a, just a dynamic. Just share share, yeah, share yeah. that with us. For sure. Um. Yeah. So I went to an HBCU in Huntsville, Alabama. And now coming from a predominantly white society, and not only just white, but a white French society where anything minority isn't necessarily celebrated. And I go to Huntsville, Alabama, where the surrounding area, everybody's black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I had to adjust (laughs) when I got down there because I'm like, man, are these folks speaking English? Like, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what's happening. You know what I mean? And um, uh, I'm down in Huntsville, Alabama, and it's like a, uh, a hodgepodge of just like different black people. So we have people from Chicago talking about they finna go somewhere. Like, what's fitness? <laughs> you know, fitness. Yeah, fitness. You know, like um, I'm fixing too. And even when they spell it out for me, I'm like, what are you fixing to do? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> so it was honestly like a new world for me, but it's one that I, um, embraced wholly i i can honestly say because it was an experience like i never had before um it was in that that safe space for black people for minorities in particular that i really learned how to worship god in the midst of my culture uh it's in that experience where i learned a little bit more about what it was to be black and carry the mantle of being a black man in a North American society. And it was from that place that I launched back into this predominantly white society with a lot more confidence on what I brought to the table. So it it really grounded me in who I was and also grounded me in God in a way as well. And because it was a a, a Christian university. Um, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll always be grateful for that experience. And I got a wife out of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a double yeah. win, Thanks. right? That's, that's a double <laughs> win. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, um, it's funny because, you know, our family is very, like, I was, a ra- I was raised by my grandmother. So, you know, my a uh, 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 a picture of a man when we were growing up really was even though you know Uncle Willie and them was there but you know to the side you really we had a 18 19 year old young man named O'Neill Madden who we looked to as the man <laughs> right and he that's when when Daniel was talking about uh he didn't Push him. Ever since O'Neill been young, you could tell O'Neill was going to be a pastor. I don't know. I don't know what he just. You just knew he was going to be a pastor. And growing up with your dad, how he 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 track star, athlete, mm-hmm. 
our family is very creative. We have artists, we have singers, we have growing up with O'Neill, how, 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 what, what was the, what were the pressures of, of just yeah, growing up with, with, with a man like that? Yeah. You know, um, and it's interesting, right? Like, um, I didn't really experience those pressures because my father was more of a like, hey, you know, you find your lane and once you once you find your spot, you know, just go hard. Right. That was that was his whole thing. Um, yeah, sure, he would push me to do yard work, even though I hated doing yard work, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he would push me to learn how to tile floors and things of that yeah. nature, which eventually came in handy when I became a homeowner. Um so um so he taught me he definitely taught me basic skills that I needed, but there wasn't really ever a pressure to be anything more than what I was, which I always appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was intentional um, with both my parents, especially being a pastor's kid. There's certain pressures that are placed on you that are unrealistic. It's almost as if you are supposed to be perfect. Um, yeah. And when you show that you you are flawed like everybody else. It's like, oh no, you're supposed to be an example for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, the the reality, the, the reality for me was even though there were people um, that had certain expectations of me, I never really saw it because my parents didn't have those expectations of me. So I was able to say, well, that's your expectations of me, but you know, I'm going to do me regardless of what you think. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I, that, that, that definitely gave me, gave me a place to flourish and try to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and um, it was, even in that space, I still ended up following <laughs> in the footsteps, uh, not only of my heavenly father, but my earthly one as well, right? Um, uh, and um, it, it, um, so, yeah, to answer your question, um, Marlon, that there really wasn't any pressure at all. And it might have seemed that way from the outside, but that was just more of a no nonsense type person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no like good job. You did a good job. It was like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I expect greatness from you. Right. And, you know, um, so like, you know, even when I talk to my wife and whatnot, and she talks about how her parents used to say this about her and that about her and whatnot. I, I think to myself, I'm like, nah, that wasn't really done in my household, but neither was it a bad thing because they just expected me to like, you know, you did something good? Yeah, you were supposed to do that. What do you think was going to happen? Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that that was how things in my household was um, was ran. Like greatness was expected of you. Um, and, um, and while that is a good thing, that definitely did create certain pressures that I put on myself, mm-hmm. not that they placed on me, that I had to definitely work out. But... Um, all in all, yeah, that was, um, I think that was probably the best way that I could have grown up because there, there like nothing than greatness, uh, nothing less than greatness was ever expected. Of me. Mm. So how, so how does that push you now in you know, the different areas that you're, that you're moving in, you yeah, know, yeah. that motivator, you know, just, just yeah, 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 yeah. I have for myself now. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, um, I actually started um, uh, 
um, seeing a therapist when I was 16 years old. Um, not because there is an issue, um, but because I felt that I need to understand myself a little bit more. Um, and I felt at that point in time, when I had gone to Huntsville, Alabama or whatnot, I was still living to, um, please my parents in the spend mm. in, in the sense right um so uh i had to break that mindset and there was a free counselor on campus i mean uh, he, he probably wasn't the greatest but he did the <laughs> <laughs> you know it was free and yeah, yeah. you know it, it did the job right yeah. so so um i i went to see him on a weekly basis and it was in my second year of university i called my parents up and i said hey guys i'm just letting you know that i'm living my life for me now so like you know whatever i'm doing like don't ask me about my grades don't ask me about this and that blah blah blah. like i'm, I'm gonna do i'm were gonna go pay, hard were, were they paying pay? the were they paying for the school? Yeah, that's the thing though. My parents, oh, they, my parents, they also understood who I was too. They knew I was gonna slack off. Like I wasn't yeah. about to be partying or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so I was like, yeah, you know, just don't ask about my grades or whatever. Like just know that I'm I'm a hundred percent. Like this is my mindset, I'm laser focused, whatnot. Right. And they're like, oh okay okay you know they, they wanted to see how it went and you know i had my best semester ever after i had that conversation with them right? wow, wow, and wow. it was from that space where i was no longer living for them and making them look good but i'm i'm doing this so i can you know i can move to the next level right that was mm. that was my mindset and now obviously i didn't say it in so many words because i didn't have the language at 17 years old to, to express yeah. it but yeah. they got the sentiment that now nah, he's driven he's he's going to take care of business right um that didn't stop me from calling and crying to them when you know i felt like <laughs> i was about to fail a class but but you know they they that was a drive so fast forward all these years now and um my motivator is just to outdo myself mm. right you know no matter what, it's not looking to the left, not to looking to the right. Doesn't matter what this person's doing. Doesn't matter what that person is doing. Like, how can I be a better version of myself today than what I was yesterday? Um, mm. And my, my honestly, and it, it seems very simplistic, but my only goal in life right at this point, point in time is to give 1% more than I did yesterday. That's it. Mm. Man, man, we're gonna have to break that down. Sorry, travelers. Sorry, travelers. We we have not interacted with you guys. We've been caught up talking to Daniel here. Uh, but listen, we we you know we got Daniel here. We hope that you are uh, following this story. Um, man, he is talking some deep stuff, and we're gonna have to dive a little deeper. Uh, so to give because I know there's people out there saying, "What do you mean one percent more?" Every single day, how do you gauge percentages? You know, maybe maybe me waking up at instead of seven o'clock i wake up at 6 59 or whatever you know <laughs> you know what what does it look yeah, like yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we, we got to talk about that man how yeah, do you yeah. Uh, that? yeah i'm like um honestly there's um a book called the one thing by i believe it's gary keller if i'm not mistaken um um the one thing it's a, it's a really amazing book and it gives us this idea that you should only be focusing and it's literally in the name it's not that deep on one thing um mm -hmm. the, 
like you have that one thing that you want to accomplish in the day after you get that done. Okay, cool. You've succeeded for the day. Um, and um, it, it's, it's focusing you. It's focusing on the essentials that are in your life rather than um, writing a whole long list of things that you have to get accomplished and then being frustrated at the end of the day that you didn't accomplish any of it, right? Um, so honestly, I've taken that book too, uh, too hard. And literally, when, when I write in my um, agenda, because I'm, I'm a purist in the sense, I, I, I try... I've tried to use the phone apps and stuff like that. It doesn't necessarily work for me. So I go way back to elementary school where I'm writing things down in the gym, right? Yeah. So like you'll see three things that outlined in my um, binder, but it's, I separate, um, how do you say? I separate by categories in my life. One's yeah. for work, yeah. something's yeah. for personal, and yeah. another thing's for family, right? Yeah. And I have one thing to accomplish in each of those things. And as long as I accomplish those things, my day is great. That's so, it. so, all right, we got to be a devil advocate, right? I, I know what you mean, right? I know exactly what yeah, you yeah. mean, right? Yeah. So course. do you look at it where are they items where there are things that are, that should be done every single day or are they items that should be done on a weekly basis or monthly mm -hmm. basis or towards right. a goal or right, project, right, right. you know? Break that down for the individuals. Yeah. So there are some there there are some basics that just go without saying. Um, I'm gonna wake up in the morning, I'm probably read my Bible, talk to God for a little bit, yeah. um, probably listen to something a little inspirational, whether that's a podcast or some gospel music or whatever. It doesn't even have to be gospel, as long as it's a positive yeah. message, that's what I'm getting my mind set with for the yeah. day. Right, so like I'm. That yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I, I actually do listen to Coffee Cut. I'm not gonna lie, I don't listen to all of them, but I do have them queued up. <laughs> hey, one man, just one. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, like I mean, so I, I definitely, um, I, I have to get my mind right, um, to start the day. Um, so it's how I begin my day, how I end my day. Um, I, I have a saying for me personally, I never have a bad day because if I can start my day good, and I can end my day good, then I'm good. That's it. That's, that's it. Right. So those are like the non-negotiables. That's how I start my day. Now, the things I need to get done that are either working to goals or whatnot, I have like a running list that I write down in my agenda for the entire week. So that's like the pool. And every day, right before I go to sleep, I take something from the pool and say, hey, these are, this is what I need to get done in order to accomplish what I need to get done by, by the week. Now, monthly goals and things of that nature, I have that planned separately, but the, all of those are worked into the weekly goals as well. So everything is a pool that I'm pulling from and I'm bringing it all the way down to, okay, what do I need to get done? for the day in order to say this day was successful. Mm, I love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. I love it because it's, it's a systematic approach to um, task. And this is yeah. military. This is just, this is what you're saying to me. I, I understand because that's how I work in the military, right? Mm -hmm. Whereby we're task orientated and mm -hmm. by your task, you accomplish the mission. Right. So task oriented mission, and then there's a system for everything. I should be able to plug and play. So there's a systematic way to accomplish any task or goal right. or mission. Right. 
And I, right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I wish a lot of people would look at that because a lot of people just run helter skelter. And that's what yeah. you say by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, they, oh. they haven't done nothing. Yeah, nothing <laughs> to account for. Yeah. Busy work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, that's how I, that's how I organize my, my days, my months. Um, and I even have it planned out to years, but that's a different story altogether. <laughs> no, I don't know. Ricky, go ahead. One last thing, one last thing to, to, to wrap that part up for the listeners. Uh, and you kind of mentioned it, but you kind of, you glossed over it. And I want to highlight a little bit more. How much time do you spend putting together your master list of things that you need to accomplish, say on that weekly, weekly basis? Um, so every Sunday before the week starts, um, probably about 20 or 30 minutes okay. before I go to sleep. So it's fresh in my mind when I, when I wake up, mm-hmm. I write down, um, 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 I write down everything that I want to accomplish in my habit tracker. I write down everything in my, my pool that I need to get done for that week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and sometimes if I'm feeling up to it, I'll actually start to divide them up by the days. Um, but that gets a little tricky because sometimes the yeah, day is yeah. good. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I usually kind of just leave in the pool. Um, I have three main things that I want to get done that week overall. Um, whether that's something as simple as, Hey, this week, I want to make sure that I'm going on a walk with my family every single day. Right. That's, that's my family goal. And then for me personally, I want to make sure that if anything I'm posting, po- uh, posting, uh, posting to YouTube um, that I'm doing things before time and not waiting at the last minute. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, uh, you know, um, maybe something for, uh, for church or whatnot that I want to make sure that I have my schedule planned for the next two weeks and I'm looking over my schedule. Right. Um, so maybe those are my three things. And then every week I start my week with a guiding quote, um, something to keep me, something to, carry me through that entire week so um yeah something to look back at when things may get rough maybe who knows yeah, yeah, yeah. and um yeah so, something of a guiding thought um so yeah about 20 to 30 minutes to 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 do that during the week and then every night before i go to sleep i look over that again and um i'm pulling things from that pool and seeing what i need to do for the next day love it love it appreciate love you sharing it. all that yeah Good, love good. it, love it. Listeners, uh, take note of that. Um, the book was, what uh, was I believe it's the, the one, one thing. thing. Yep, one thing. One thing. Yeah. All yeah. right, one thing. So check that out. Hey, if you, whoever the author, we just gave you a plug. Gary Keller. Yeah. Yep. Gary yeah, Keller. it's Gary Keller, right? Yep. Gary yep. Keller. Gary Keller. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Keller. All right, hey, Gary Keller. If you want to holler at us, holler at us. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, uh. So now for your personality, right? It's funny to me mm-hmm. that you're an introvert. <laughs> yes, I am very much so introverted. <laughs> <laughs> you're an introverted yeah. pastor that work with kids. That's yeah. a creative. That's a creative. Yeah, 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 creative yeah, yeah. Introvert yeah, yeah. and creative. Uh, you could understand that because there's a lot of introverts that become creative. You know? But yeah, you but but the the way that you create is not in the backdrop. It's actually your creation is yeah. for everybody to see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah exactly. Explain to us that the 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 the, the personality with your mm-hmm. with the stuff you're doing and how it works out because yeah. there's a lot of introverts that can't figure this out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so 
first of all, me talking and being able to speak in front of a camera and getting up and speaking in front of hundreds of people or anything like that. These, this is all learned responses. Um, this is things that I've literally learned um, over the course of my lifetime. And being a pastor's kid um, and always having to speak to somebody, even though I didn't necessarily want to, <laughs> um, you know, I, I learned how to speak properly, um, speak properly in the sense of carry a conversation and not be weird. Um, so, you know what I mean? So, um, um, Marlon could tell you growing up as a kid, I didn't really say much unless I had anything to say, right. Um, that, that wasn't me. Like, unless you got me talking about something I was really excited about or whatnot, you know, a lot of my cousins tell me about the first time I tried pop and, you know, I was never the same after that. I was literally bouncing off walls. Um, Uh, So, so so that's another one of those, those different word things. So just, just in case it didn't come clear on zoom, it would pop. Pop, yes. P-O-P. Pop. Okay. Yeah. Pop, pop. Yeah. Not, yeah. Pop. Not P-O-T. P-O-T. <laughs> pop, pop. Yeah. 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 You know, so, or, depending on where you are, depending on where you are, it might be a soft drink or soda. Or soda. Yeah. 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 Hey, I can see O'Neill right now. The first time I tried pop. What? <laughs> what, what's happening? You have a conversation. I'm doing my own thing, Dad. I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> uh, that's how we get in touch with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, that so uh, all that to say, um, th- this is something that I have learned to carry myself, learn how to speak, mm. um, um, learn how to communicate my thoughts in a way that people will understand. And um, yeah, but always from a kid, I was, you know, kind of just kept to myself and whatnot, play with my Legos, play video games, whatnot, and don't really say much, too shy to say things or whatnot. Um, but a lot of that started to break as I got older and I realized that if I, you know, um, what what's the saying? Uh, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, no, no, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. Like, I want to, I, I want to eat too. Right. So, like, um, I, I, I needed to learn how to express myself, and I did that. You know, going through my teenage years and whatnot, and um, then going away to school, being on my own in a different country, in the south of all places as well. Like yeah. you know, uh, in a predominantly black culture, like all we know is expression. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, if you don't express yourself, then like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. you're not here. Like yeah. honestly. Many people from my my alma mater, my first year, they didn't even know I went to Oakwood, um, Oakwood <laughs> University because I didn't speak, I didn't hang out with nobody, and nothing like that. So like that that summer after I came back from university, I was like, man, I gotta I gotta figure this thing out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because your boy is about to be out here with no play <laughs> if you don't learn how to talk. So. Um, so yeah, you know, I, those, those were things that I had to overcome, that I had to be intentional about um, if I was going to be heard. 
and um and it seemed like as the years went by i found different mediums of expressing myself while i was in oakwood it was poetry um yes. it was doing uh um like monster slam too. Type. be modest don't be modest a monster too <laughs> monster. <laughs> uh, yeah you know so slam poetry different things like that that's yeah. actually how i proposed to my wife as well right um because wow, wow. i knew that and I, I knew that like me using my words wasn't going to really work um so i had to use my words in a creative way in order to get what i wanted to say out yeah, yeah, yeah. um so um yeah i was i was um so i added that to my arsenal if you want to call it that and um ever since that time i've just been slowly adding more things that help me communicate better and i honestly think the culmination has been my youtube channel it's almost as if everything that i've gone through has prepared me for this space where um, it's just me and the camera and i'm i'm just communicating with with people and through my own creative space and um it, you can be introverted and still know how to talk like people have this idea that being introverted means you're shy mm -hmm. not necessarily it's just either you don't care to talk to the person or you know you just don't have anything to say um most times it's i don't care to talk to people <laughs> um um and um learning how to navigate that especially as a pastor it can be taxing um uh, whenever i go to church or anything like that like when i come home you best believe i'm in the corner somewhere reading a book you know my wife knows like you just need some time <laughs> she knows she knows like like yeah i come home from church or from like a, a meeting or anything it's just like nah he just needs to shut down like reboot you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pull all the power forwards <laughs> oh man one thing before that uh oakwood to so you're at oakwood and you yeah. hear your dad is going to be the pastor. I don't know if that's while you're in Oakland. You heard your dad's going to be the pastor down in the Sin City. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So that was um, that was actually my last year. Um, so I left, I left home, uh, my last year. Um, yeah, I left to Montreal my last year that summer to start my first semester, and Christmas I was going to a new home in Las Vegas. Yeah, and it, was, it was really weird. It was really weird. But man, when I tell you that your boy was excited, he was excited. Like, <laughs> I wasn't about to get into more trouble, but like, I mean, it's Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, I mean, we were all really excited to 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 go there. My mom was, my, my sister not as much. She was a little young. She was eight years old, so she was leaving all of her friends. So it's, um, it, it was hard for her. It definitely is. Uh, definitely was um but uh all, all that to say that i mean for him to move to las vegas and be there there it, it was it was an interesting experience uh real quick he tells me that when he first got there he uh used to um there used to be like this big party that they would have like the first weekend of um every month um mm -hmm. in vegas and uh he would say that and, you know, this is a great witnessing opportunity. So he'd go down there. He'd go down there 
and you see all these people he passed out tracks and stuff like that and he was good you know what i'm saying like it was straight he's making connections one time he's like what well, would be even better if i got some of the young guys and we went down there we passed out tracks and we talked to people man man my man brought these young guys look two twos look around these guys gone <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's as strong as Pastor Matt. <laughs> no, I will tell you when I heard that that O'Neill was good, and you, Ricky, you have to imagine O'Neill. It's just it's, it's not like it's O'Neill going to Vegas, and O'Neill is he he's outgoing. He's gonna know everybody in the community. He's that kind of person, right? So yeah. <laughs> him going down to Vegas, I was like, O'Neal in Vegas. <laughs> and then when I go to Vegas to visit him, he's going through all the little hole-in-the-wall spots and tell me, yo, that's um, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we sitting in the casino eating vegan food, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he knows the spot. He, he, he knows, knows the spot. spots, man. He knows the spots. Love it, love it. So we took all the other pastors, <laughs> they'd be like, you know, that's a sin city. But all of them wanted to come down and get a tour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The safe places to go. <laughs> the safe places. Go ahead, man. I was gonna say, man, I wanted to talk more about your um your digital world and creation, the creative side and uh some of the mm-hmm. products you're working on. You said you had three cameras. Um, mm-hmm. man, that, that was already a sign for anyone in the space that that's, you're, you're serious about what you're doing, uh, you know, <laughs> unless they're three yeah, quarters. I'm addicted. Yeah, 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 or addicted. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, wind up cameras. <laughs> wind up. <laughs> this good collecting, uh, antiques. But, yeah. um, tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into that space when you first picked up the camera. And say, hey, this mm-hmm. is something that you want to do, and yeah. just the power of just being able to create something and put it out to the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, subconsciously, I didn't realize, but I, I my dad actually had a, I think yeah. he was a Nikon camera back yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah, um, the film one and everything. He had the flash and everything. I remember seeing him use it a couple of times. Um, mm. um, and but that I wouldn't say that necessarily informed me. That probably is definitely you know, a part of the story. Um, but then fast forward to university and one of my friends gets uh, a DSLR camera and, um, you know, he's taking pictures and whatnot. And then one day he just allows me to use it. And I'm like, Oh, I like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is, this is a lot of fun, but I didn't pick up another camera until probably about 2017, 2016, around there. Um, I wanted it at a silent auction. I was actually um, um, betting, uh, yeah, I guess you can call it betting, uh, betting uh, for it against one of my other members as well, right? I actually had one of <laughs> my, my young... <laughs> Throw them under the bus with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was yeah, betting, man. and my members were doing it too. Yeah, yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> she was going back and writing numbers on the page. And bidding, like, bidding, we call it bidding, man, bidding. Yeah, yeah, bidding, bidding. Yeah, bidding. Yeah, sure, sure. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah. So bidding uh on it and uh this member she had money, right? So like she could easily just go ahead and take this camera. Right. So I had one of my 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 young people I was working with at the time. Uh he he would said, Hey Pastor Daniel, I got an idea. 
I'm going to go write the number down for you so she doesn't see you approaching the, the list. I said, all right, go ahead and do that. Um, so we did that a couple of times and I ended up winning the camera. Um, so <laughs> my first camera was um, my slide. <laughs> yeah, uh, my first camera, um, Canon Rebel T5i. Um, you know, I, I, I wore that thing down to the bones, right? Um, I, I enjoyed very much so going out into open spaces and to um, the, some of the walking trails that were in Hamilton, Ontario at the time, taking mm-hmm. pictures of people, whether that's church or even just people that I just met and things of that nature. And I, any opportunity that I had to sharpen that craft or that, that skill, um, I, I was ready to do that, yeah. right? So I, I definitely found a love for that. That was my safe space. That was the place where I could just kind of like let my hair down and just relax when things got a little bit too stressful or anything like that. So yeah, that, that, that was definitely a release, um, for me. And, um, I definitely appreciated it. And then after I realized that, you know, I was rocking with a, a camera that wasn't even the greatest and then i started looking at some other cameras i'm like man the resolution on this thing is like if i'm looking through my own eyeballs (laughs) you know what i'm saying and like so i started slowly you know uh, upgrading whatever i got a canon um, 80d that was good and then i recently just purchased uh, another camera as well um and um i i guarantee this probably won't be my last camera either i'm I'm just, I'm addicted to it, man. Um, So so I moved from photography to doing more videography. Recently, I've been working with a, um, um, a, uh, let me remember the name. It's an art gallery. It's called the Lotus Art Gallery um, here in Edmonton. And I've just been um, following her story, if you will, um, of how she started and um you know some of the things that really drive her to create art and things mm-hmm. of the nature um so I, I enjoy i enjoy capturing people's stories and making them come alive through editing and things of that nature so um both things photography and filmmaking videography those things kind of tug on my heartstrings mm-hmm. and it allows me to see the world in a different way um that maybe others don't necessarily um, see it. So I honestly see photography and videography as an extension of my eyes and people are getting to see what I see. Mm. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So you said your channel, uh, your YouTube channel is yeah. um, pretty Daniel much. Daniel G. Madden. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Daniel G. Madden. Um, we'll J. have that. J. J. Madden. We'll have yeah. that in our um, show notes. Uh, as well guys so you guys can click on that but um so with that you say you focus on self self self-help uh self-improvement um um perspective through this whole creative space so you know give us an example of of how you do that and we you know we'll direct our travelers to go and check it out on youtube as well but give us a sample yeah yeah definitely um so for instance um i just uploaded another uh episode today actually and um, it, I'm, I'm very honest with my creative journey. And there are days where I don't feel it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, it's just like, yeah, this is this is a grind. This is a struggle. 
Mm-hmm. And um, there, there are things that I've read that have informed me uh, that help me get over those barriers. Like, for instance, um, um, the only way, and this is actually a quote from Maya Angelou, uh, she says that um, uh, creativity cannot be used up. The more you use it, the more you have, mm. right? Um, and uh, for me, that that inspired me to continue pushing because I will never truly see what I'm capable of if I stop and I wallow in, I'm not feeling creative, right? Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's part of my self-development at this point in time. There's a whole lot of things I don't feel like doing. I didn't feel like taking out the garbage today, but I still did it <laughs> because my wife would have been upset. <laughs> right. Like um, there's a whole lot of things I don't feel like doing that I have to continue to do. And that's how I approach um, um, creating videos and um, even um, taking photos. I've dedicated to at least getting out once a week to go and take pictures, whether I have somebody or I'm taking street photography, whatever it is. But if I want to grow in my craft, I I want to continue to sharpen it. The only way I do that is by pushing out um, content. Um, and this is where, especially in this space of creating content that, you know, people will often say quality over quantity. The reality is in the content creation space, it's it's quantity, quantity. over quality. Yeah. It's only when you create that quantity that you actually get to have the quality videos or podcasts or things of that nature. Some days it's a dud, <laughs> and you know it. You know what I mean? Like you know you yeah. like you took that L, and, but you you got to hold that L and take that loss, and then you know uh, continue creating to have a better day the next day. Um, so I talk about my my journey as a creative and what I'm learning as a creative as well. Um, I also talk about some of the books that um, I read and things like nature. The book that I'm reading right now is um, The Four Agreements by Don um, Don Miguel Ruiz. It's a weird book. I'm not going to lie to you. you no, know, it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not for everybody. Uh, it's definitely pushing some of my, um, my beliefs uh, uh, as well. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's basically talking um, uh, about how you approach life. And quite honestly, that's what my channel deals with. It's um, how to approach life from a creator's perspective. Mm. Um, so it, you don't have to be a content creator in order to gain something from it. Um, just using my content creation as a vehicle to help you understand some of these self-development mindsets that might actually help you in life. Mm. Love it. Love it. I I, I have to, one thing that I've watched, one of the things that I've watched from you that I need to take heed to is that minimalistic uh, approach to living. I love, I love that you're doing that because I found out from that I'm a hoarder, man. (laughs) Bro, bro, listen. I'm a hoarder. <laughs> one of the videos I'm actually working on for Thursday is my entire process of um, cleaning out basically almost everything in my house um, 
um, that I did over the course of January. It was a minimum, um, a minimalist challenge called the less is now challenge where every single day, whatever the number or the corresponding number for that day is, is how many things you get rid of in your house. Um, mm, so well. yeah, I got rid of almost 500 items in my house just in January. Whoa, Dang, man, 500 oh, items. Man. Hey, listeners, man. For you guys that have that room, that house that has a lot of stuff that you always say, I'm going to clean it out. Listen to that one, because I'm telling you, if you take yeah. that approach, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, no, it was, bro, it was, it was beastly. And I'm, I'm not, I'm still not even done. That was just the, that was just the, 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 the second floor of my house and my living room. Right. Uh, like, oh, well, my kitchen too. So there's quite a few things that I got rid of. Like we, um, I mean, the donation center knew me by name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, man's just driving up, just like dropping things on the table. Madden's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it, was, it was real. Like, but, um, and it was crazy. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't necessarily say I suggest that for everybody because it's a, it's a hard process. Um, and I documented as much as I could after day 28, I was kind of like, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I got rid of a lot of things and I've streamlined even the clothing that I wear. I literally have 10 shirts and two pairs of pants. Um, well, five many, black shirts. How many black, black hats shirts. do you have? I have two. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. I have two black hats, and um, and uh, yeah, you know, um, a black, I can't um, do it. five black shirts, uh, five gray shirts, and I rotate them. I wash every two weeks. And, I can't do um, it. This guy Marla got that many more shoes than you have. Oh, you're island. No, no. Okay, yeah. that's the only thing though. Uh, the shoes thing, the shoe game uh, that that sustained. That has to stay tight. That's not part of that's part of the elimination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've I've minimal I have I have done this because I want to stream uh line my life. Um mm-hmm. you know, I found that. There's too many things that are crowding my space, crowding my mind, um, and all of that. And I just wanted to get rid of a lot of the things that I don't use. And some of the things yeah, I got yeah. rid of, I had since like college. And I graduated college in 2013. So it's been mm. a little while, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I feel you, man. I, I don't get a chance to store my stuff up. My wife, she she uh, will go to my closet. Like, oh, you haven't worn this in a while. I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of it. I'm like, what do you mean? That's my... <laughs> That's my good shirt. That's my good shirt. shirt. Like, no, you're not wearing it. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm that person for my wife, and she hates it. Oh, man, yeah. Good luck with you on that, man, on that end. Yeah, I I wouldn't (laughs) want to be in that position. (laughs) You write the poem for her. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're going to start hating the poem. She's like, I know what's coming after this. (laughs) Mercy, mercy. You're another tall lie. Oh, Oh, man. Hey, Daniel, man, it was so... uh, The thing out there I wanted to highlight, I know... Um, it's late over here. Still, what time is it over there in um, Edmonton? Uh, it is. What time is it here? It is eight thirty-four. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So over there is pretty good. Good weather. You get like California kind of weather over there, right? 
No, no, Edmonton. I'm in Edmonton. Not, that's Edmonton. Not, not, not Calgary. Not, yeah, we're in a hat, yeah, man. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. No, 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 no. Me and Edmonton. Right now, it's yeah, like yeah. negative 25 right now, bro. And that's Celsius. <laughs> Celsius. Yeah. Celsius. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's Celsius. Yeah, no, but Canadians, I tell you, I'll be driving down the yeah. highway, Canada, like what? Everybody's going slow. It says a hundred. Yeah, 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 bro. Not, not, not out here in in in, in uh, Edmonton, bro. We be out here slipping and sliding. <laughs> <laughs> man, but, man, but I tell you, Don, Daniel's wedding was a chance for our family to have what was long overdue a reunion and mm. that right there had sparked our family even getting closer than what because we have a very fam- funny family dynamics we just go to our own <laughs> corner of the earth and everybody occupying probably every 10 years we check in <laughs> and i'm talking Nine. about brothers, sisters everybody i'm not everybody. talking about like cousins i'm talking about brothers sisters mothers and daughters and everybody mm. that's how they are right and um that that your wedding was 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 an eye opener of just I when I saw Uncle Wooly, mm. me and Uncle Wooly, that's my uncle. <laughs> we, we got a chance to chill. <laughs> As my uncle, let us know, man. Let us know. Let us know, Uncle Wooly. Uh, <laughs> we got a chance to actually chill in Vegas, a night in Vegas with Normico. Mm-hmm. Me and Uncle mm-hmm. Wooly. Mm-hmm. For the ages, that's going to be in the books. Mm-hmm. Nico, Uncle Wooly, and mm-hmm. me just chilling in Vegas. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I really, I really, your your wedding was a very, it, 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 uh, God, 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 God caused it that you got married, but it also caused that the family got a chance to really come together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt that. I, I definitely felt that. Yeah. Man. So you're trying to say you need, need to have another wedding, or how <laughs> about all of that reunion with the, and, uh, with the camera? Yeah, yeah with the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Val Renewal. is more. Val Renewal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can pay for that joint. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, um, Rick. You know, you always wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, man. Daniel, man, it, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Um, I, I know when you said you went to OU, we're probably one degree of separation from just the different contacts down there, friends that you had down there, graduated with. And um, but, man, it's always a pleasure to meet these people that are just being creative in their own way. Um, I, I really enjoy just listening to your process of what you do daily. Uh, and, and I really encourage a lot of our travelers to adopt that into their lives because it's a, um, and, you know, when you want to have control of what you're doing every day to, to the extent that you could control it, you know, we can't control everything that happens to us during the day. But once you put a plan in motion to try to control the thing, the controllables, that's when you can start seeing the results that you want to receive, uh, receive yeah. in your life. So, Appreciate you sharing that. Um, before we let you go, if there's any uh, platform, you already mentioned your YouTube channel, but I want you to mention that again. And then any yeah. other uh, ways that people can reach out to you, connect with you, see your work, um, mm-hmm. and you know support you in any way. Let us know what that is right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so on my YouTube channel, um, it's Daniel J. Madden. 
Um, like I said, I deal with self-development from the perspective of a content creator. Um, and also um, on my uh, Instagram, uh, which is uh, dmad, uh, so that's D-M-A-D underscore 20. Uh, that's my main one. I, I share inspirational things and whatnot. I also post things about what's happening on the YouTube channel on that. Um, for my photography, it's um, optical, and this is a strange one. It's optical underscore opium. <laughs> um, I'll make sure that's a pop and opium. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? Uh, that's uh, the, the, the saying is one shot and you're hooked. Do you feel me? <laughs> I, like I like that. that. I, like I love that. that. I like that. I love that. Opium. One shot, your hook. shot in your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Feelings, you can't use that. Patent <laughs> <laughs> uh, and pending. Patent pending. Here we go. Here we go. No, I, I love that, man. Oh, good. So we'll make sure we have all those in the show notes. But man, listen, if we have one closing question, we'll ask you too. Um, we ask most of our guests that if you can go back to say that 16 year old, 17 year old kid, you know, just getting started into college, you know, Trying to find that counselor to sit down and talk to. <laughs> now, now, if you can counsel yourself, yet yeah, on the way to one of your counseling sessions, and you ran into yourself, and and for one minute you had a chance to talk to yourself, what would you share with you at that point in your life, knowing what you know now? Yeah, um, drop out of school. You don't need it, man. It's too much money to rack up. You feel me? <laughs> 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 that's the first thing no i'm kidding but um I, honestly i would say is um don't really sweat what's going to happen in the future nothing that i thought was that that i thought was going to happen has happened <laughs> but everything that has happened has been better than what i expected mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my mind has that. continually <laughs> continually continually been blown by god by my family by my mm. wife because like nothing that i ever expect um to happen has happened but it's always better so much better than what i thought it was going to be so love it. i just love say it. don't don't sweat the future man uh, love it love it mm -hmm. but travelers that's it man don't sweat the future that is the title of this one i gotta write that down <laughs> and i'll be forgetting when i'm editing like wait a minute what was that, what was that hey, title we've done book? a couple of that we did a couple where the person said something very and we were like yo that's a title and then after we're like me and rick is like yo man yo, what was the title actually <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy because you guys are recording yeah 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 don't man don't don't don't, don't um Give any type of hint on how we do my my record my editing. All right, yeah, I don't, I, sometimes you know I trust that everything was great and I don't read through the whole go through the whole thing. Listen, we're almost a hundred episodes in. I, I got it down to a science now. Okay, my, I hear that. I hear that. I hear. <laughs> but uh, definitely, man, appreciate you being here with us and travelers. Uh, we come to the end of another episode, another show. You know, no matter where you are right now. Um, things are going great. Things are not going so quite uh, so great. You're not sure what tomorrow's going to hold. Your family may not be feeling well. Uh, you're going, we're going through this whole coronavirus thing still in this pandemic. All these different things are going around in this world. But I want to leave you with this one thing. Don't sweat the future. future. Focus wow. on what you can do right now. 
and give whatever you have right now, everything that you have. All right. So we'll see you guys next week at the same time in the same place on the success journey show. All right, everyone have a good one. Peace. You've Love. been listening to the success journey show where your dreams drive determination and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out the success journey show.com. The journey squad is here helping you to your destination. 